Hi, Wells. Hi, Brandy. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Where are you, in Nashville? Yeah, I'm in Nashville. I'm at home. What does that mean? Well, I just feel like most years I've had to go to L.A. for Christmas because that's where everybody spends it. But this year, everybody came to Nashville. So I got to stay in my own house with all my animals, and it's just been great. I saw your family photo. What do you think? I mean, it's very much Wells Adams aesthetic. It's a it lo- is. lot of black, a lot of leather, a lot of boots. Mm-hmm. I do com- you like it? Yes, I commented on your mom's picture being like why didn't you comment on mine because i feel like wow i feel like your mom would appreciate me saying like i should be in this picture more than you Mm, really that hurts my feelings well just because like your mom's like my (laughs) second mom and also your crush your hall pass yeah my backup plan Uh, (laughs) oh lord help i should either be in the picture as an honorary son or a potential suitor. Either way. Interesting. Very interesting. The family photo, uh, it, it, a lot of people were like, why are you guys in black? Or like, is this like a goth photo and stuff like that? And I think that's so funny because that was actually my reaction when we were on, there was a whole family group chat about what the wardrobe, what the dress code is for yeah. the family photo. And my mom and I were had this whole plan for it to be like, Denim and cream colored sweaters, like a very light colored, neutral, but like, I don't know, like farm vibe type photo. We were going to put the animals in there and stuff like that. The nests have their dogs. And then Miley showed up like three days later to the fam chat and was like, no, 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 no. We got to do all black leather vinyl, like rock and roll Christmas. And then everybody was like, okay, yeah, rock and roll Christmas. And she, so she took over the creative control. But I got to say, I was hesitant and I was like, we can't wear black on Christmas. That's not fun. But then once we took the photos, I was like, these are badass. This was the right call. Sissy nailed it. It does look yeah. cool, especially in black and white. Yeah, yeah. Those are my favorite. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, looks good. The family's just growing and growing. and <sighs> I know. It's nuts. Well, it makes it very hard to Christmas shop because you have to truly get everyone something or someone's feelings get hurt. I had to depend on my brothers to tell me like what their wives and fiancés like. And I'm like trying to text Trace. I'm like, does Tay like to wear black or colors? Does she like oversized clothes or tight fitting clothes? And he told me, he was like, oh, Tay likes to wear black. And she was like, no, I love color. And I was like, oh my gosh, they're just so not dependable. Yeah. I got so many questions of like, what do I get Sarah? What do I get Sarah? And I'm like, I don't know. She likes cozy sweaters. The problem is for Sarah or I bet for like Miley, they have everything, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, you got to give like a heartfelt gift. Totally. I will say though, Miley is surprisingly easy to shop for because I just feel like she genuinely appreciates something thoughtful. Yeah. And so that makes it pretty easy. I always stress the most about buying for my brothers. I feel like they're difficult to shop for. What did you get? What did you get all your siblings? Uh, I got Brazen, a, do- a really cute dog bed that I actually wanted for myself really bad. That's how you know it's a good gift. Yep. I got him a cute dog bed for his new dog, Boone, and it's made out of like a vintage uh, like Mexican blanket type thing. It's, it's very cool. 
Trace I got clothes for. Uh, my buddy JB actually has a really cool clothing line called Dro, and so I got Trace like streetwear, like a sweatshirt and sweatpants, and he loved it. I think I got a flat bill in there. Oh, yeah. um, so I actually scored with that. And then um, Noah, same. I bought her streetwear. She's pretty easy. And then for Miley, I had to think outside of the box and do something a little bit more thoughtful. So we have a spot on the property here that's like up on a ridge and it overlooks like all of Franklin and you can see the hills and the sunset's nice. And she really likes to go up there and just sit and be by herself and like read or write or listen to music and just like kind of have some alone time. So I got her like a little box full of like a blanket, a journal, some gel pens, a book about like finding your inner peace and just like kind of like a little gift box like that for her to take up on the hill and do her quiet time. That's cute. Yeah. What did Reinhardt get you? We did not do gifts. Oh, okay. We agreed on no gifts because we're not together on Christmas. We've had to do it in November. And honestly, I was just so overwhelmed buying the family gifts. I was like, you know, and I hate, I hate getting gifts. It's so awkward. And I just feel like I hate opening them in front of people because then I feel a responsibility to act a certain amount of excited or I hurt their feelings and it's like a whole thing. So, and he knows I hate gifts. So we were like, you know what? Let's not do gifts. Like we love each other. We did birthday gifts. We're good. Yeah. What was the best gift you got? Best gift I got. You know, I don't I think my family thinks I'm an alcoholic, which is very funny because you're an alcoholic. Whoa. But, uh, <laughs> Whoa. but I really don't drink that much. Yeah. <laughs> but my family, no one in my family is a big drinker either. And so I think the fact that I have a bar cart in my house, they're like, Whoa, Brandy's the alcoholic in the family. So Noah got me the cutest, like vintage, these three like vintage teacups, but, but they're, um, but they say vodka, bourbon, and gin on the front. They're so cute. And I put them, I have this little display cabinet in my kitchen and I put them up. It was the perfect spot for them. And, and I loved it. That's awesome. What uh, about you? Do tell. I got some boots from Sarah from St. Laurent. <gasps> Am I saying that right? Sarah Nailed it. Yeah. They're very nice. They're like tan suede. Is that what I'm trying to say? Yeah. You you know what? You should really lean into the Saint Laurent aesthetic. I feel like that is very good for you. I feel like it's also going to break the bank for me. Well, <laughs> it is. Yeah. So I got those. Uh, and then she got me these other boots that Ty Burrell was wearing in France when we were over there. And I was like, oh, I want those boots. So she got me those, which are very much more like a, a Wells type of boot, hipstery, cool. <laughs> so I really like that. And then my brother got me a smoker because we had 11, 12 people over on Christmas. We smoked a, a pork shoulder and then had like tacos and barbecue and stuff. Mm. So that was pretty cool. My mom, which by the way, I don't know if we got a lot of moms listening, but let me tell you something about what my mom's figured out, okay? When moms try to buy you clothes. Now, this doesn't apply to Brandy because Brandy's mom is a cool mom. <laughs> That's true. That's not saying my mom's not cool, but my mom doesn't doesn't really. Like, like, if you are buying clothes for people, it's a shot in the dark, you know? Totally. Clothes totally. are very personal. You they know? are. You got to try it on. You got you to gotta know your color palette. I don't know, but. Whatever, you got to mood board that shit. And when moms try to get you clothes, one, like, for whatever reason, my mom's thought I'm a large for, I don't know. Oh, my since gosh, I was, since, what? Yeah. So all every shirt I've ever gotten from her is way too big. She's like, he's tall, large. Exactly. 100%. Mm -hmm. I am a medium with button downs. I am straight up, like, a small a lot of times. That is I mean, because I like my stuff tight, you know? I want to show off the pecs. Uh-huh. So my mom now just writes us a check 
and is like, that's nice. That's what I want. I know. And so she was just like, okay, here's a, here you go. It was a good amount of money. I want you to go buy something. You can't like just put this in your account and like have it go for bills. Like you need to go buy something. It's funny because uh, we're traveling starting tomorrow, which means I'm going to have to edit this podcast on the fly. And I, my mm. MacBook is so old. It's no joke from, so old. it's no joke from 2013, I think. 2012. Yeah. Time for a new one. So I went to the Apple store yesterday, the day after Christmas. And Ooh, was it a zoo? It was a god dang zoo. And I mm-hmm. went in there and I was like, I want that MacBook Pro. I want that size. Give my credit card. Boom. And then I took a picture of it. And I was like, thanks for my new computer, mom. And she was like, yay. I hope every time you use it, you think of me. Not every time I use it. No, no, no. Because sometimes I look at weird shit. Oh, God. I knew that was coming. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, uh, wow. My mom got me AirPods. That's great. They're the new ones? they a MacBook, but it's still cool. Yeah, the Pro. Oh, well, I don't know. Those are pretty expensive. Dude, to be honest with you, MacBook Pros are not that expensive anymore. Really? Like what, 2500 2900 No, I got one for, well, with taxes, it came up to be like 1400 What? A Pro? Yeah, MacBook Pro 13-inch was... Huh. Twelve ninety nine or something like that, and I was gonna go get. Horrible. I was gonna get the air, and the air was the same price, and I was like, "Well, what the hell?" And like now, they're yeah. all, everything's so small; it doesn't really matter. I don't think you can get as much storage in the air. Actually, that's not true. The storage oh, was really? is bigger on the air for, for the oh. same amount of price, but the, mm-hmm. but the, I got the quad. I got the quad four processor. Ooh, you need that processor for the podcast. And that's, that's, so I was, they're like, "What do you use this for?" I was like, "It's literally just for editing." on an audition and he's like well you should get the quad four it's not like i'm running like final cut pro here you know right but whatever sarah and i and a bunch of uh our friends and my brother we're going to go travel for the new year that's exciting so that's all i really care about is is bailing out of town Mm-hmm. we should probably start the show though oh yeah we probably should do that me or you mm, i think it's my turn go Buckle your seatbelts, bros and hoes. You're listening to Your Favorite Thing podcast with... Wells and Brandy. New Year, same me. 2020. Dude. You know what? I already feel different. Dude, it's crazy to think that the year 2000 was only 10 years ago. But seriously, (laughs) usually I am on the um, New Year, same me train. But I don't know. There's something about 2020 that feels different. I'm feeling good vibes. Dude, it was funny. I was talking to our boy Ben Higgins this morning and i was like dude I got, he's like what's going on in your life i was like 2020 is shaping up to be kind of crazy and mm-hmm. i was like what's going on and i was just telling i was like just january for me is bonkers in terms yeah. of work so i'm i'm with you i think 2020 is gonna be a big one i do too i really do it's exciting times it's, it's good times i also think you know my mom has told me for like the past 10 years your 30s are the best time of your life mm-hmm. because everyone thinks that her twenties are so great and whatever yeah. and so fun and your responsibility. She was like, and she's always told me like, no, 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 your thirties are where your life really starts to come together and it's the best years of your life. And I'm starting to think she's right for sure because here's the thing: you're still young enough where you can go and have a good time and have and and look good, you know. Mm-hmm. But you've got a little more money now. Yep, exactly. It was fun. Like waiting tables and moonlighting at the radio station in my early 20s. But dude, I couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Remember the days of, yeah, I'll give you a ride if you split gas. Yeah. Like having to ask your friends to like help pay for gas. Like, thank God I don't have to do that anymore. Yeah, man. 
our Christmas party that we had was so much fun. And we got lit up. I set up a arts and crafts station because getting old. Arts and crafts. What kind of arts and crafts did you guys make at so your party? We used to do this at my Christmas parties growing up, and I wanted to recreate it. And it was a hit, okay? I got a bunch of candy, right? Mm-hmm. And I got some glue guns. Glue guns? You, like, had glue guns on hand? I went and bought a glue gun. And we used to make these, like, candy trains. Like, you'd have, like, lifesaver rolls, which would be, like, the body of the train. Then you'd get, like, the peppermint wheels, and you'd glue those on as the wheels. And then you'd you'd put, like, a Hershey Kiss as the bell on top. And then you make a Rolo into the steam, the exhaust pipe or whatever what you call it. Mm-hmm. Yep, I know what you're talking <laughs> you about. You know what I'm talking about? And then you make yep. a bunch, and then and then you put on a string, and then it's an ornament, and it's a candy train oh, ornament. That's cute. And then I went and I went to CVS, and you can get a bunch of the Polaroid. It's basically like a Polaroid frame that's that you can hang on trees. And so then we got oh, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. we got a couple Polaroids cameras out, and we had people taking pictures and stuff and making their own little ornaments. And I had some puff paints where you could write things on it. That's and pretty cool. It was fun, and we were all drunk doing it. You know. Yeah, this is actually, this is a great idea. I'm going to steal this next year. Yeah, you should. It's actually phenomenal. So Daniel Ellsworth, he's got a new song out that's actually in an Apple ad right now. He was over, and so him and his wife Beth were over, and and he's a phenomenal piano player. We've got a piano in the house, and he just starts playing Christmas songs. It was amazing. That sounds amazing. It was so, and he's so good. It was so much fun. We got super drunk. It was such a wonderful way to celebrate baby Jesus' birth. That's pretty cool. What was the Cyrus party like? We didn't really have a party. So here 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 is the hard thing about for me about Christmas this year. Everyone got into town on like December 18th or 15th or I don't even know. They were here so early and they're staying until the 2nd. I've had to do family stuff every single day since they've been here and most of my friends are like what are you doing and I'm like I'm a slave to the family I can't leave and I'm like how's your holidays with your family going and they're like oh we literally just spend Christmas Eve and Christmas Day together and I'm over here like having to partake in family activities for two weeks solid yeah that's funny it's nuts but we did some cute things we all sat around and watched the family stone one night because it's my mom's favorite movie okay give her a ding okay mine too and I made Sarah watch that last year and she was like well, this movie is fucked up. The brother is, <laughs> is kind of. The, the brother fucks the other brother's <laughs> fucking fiance. I know. <laughs> My mom legit was in tears at the end of the movie. Like she is, she's probably seen it ten times, and she was in literal tears afterwards. It was nuts, um, but it was cute because we all sat outside, and it was like sixty-five degrees here on Christmas Day, which is nuts. So we actually got to sit outside on the screened porch and watch the TV with the fireplace on. It was really nice. One night, Brazen came over and we watched him make Christmas cookies because he's the only one in the family that can cook. And we had we just had we've had a bunch of like nights over at Miley's having like family dinner and just hanging out and watching shows and I don't know it's been really laid back but it's just been it's been a lot of hanging. You got big plans for uh, New Year's? Yeah, I'm DJing in Washington D.C., baby. Oh wow! I know. You know, I used to get really bummed out about like working on New Year's Eve. But honestly, like there's so much pressure on New Year's Eve to go do something fun that's usually not as fun as you think it's going to be that actually working on New Year's Eve is the play. It's actually my favorite thing because I get to go, I get to make a little money and I have a good time 
And I usually bring like, a, like I can usually get like a few friends to go with me because everybody's looking for somewhere to go and something to do on New Year's Eve. So I'm excited. I, I played in Washington, D.C. in March and it is a cool city. Have you spent much time there at all? No, I went there like in middle school, you know? Yeah. You got to go back because their nightlife is one of my, it's one of my favorite cities in the country to go out. Like Chicago's up there too, New York, obviously, but there is some great nightlife in Washington, D.C. So I'm super pumped. Okay. I'm down. Yeah. yeah. So wait, you're traveling. Where are you going to be on New Year's? Can you disclose? We're going to Mexico. I'm not going to say exactly we're going to Mexico. Why not? We want to stalk you. No, no, no. Because last time we had fucking paparazzi on boats with telephoto lenses, you know, Yeah, that happened, that happened to us in Como. I know. Yeah. I'm really excited because we're going with like a bunch of couples. Because like, we mm-hmm. always go just us two. And it's, you know, we can entertain ourselves forever, but like. It's nice to, like, share those experiences with other people. Totally. I'm so freaking excited for this. And then I come back. I come back and then I'm doing pre-show for E! for the Globes. Mm, Fancy. And then I go to New York for, like, 10 days to film a secret thing. Whoa. Yeah. Sick, bruh. Sick, bruh. I don't know. You got any favorite things? Do I have any favorite things, bruh? I don't know yet if it's quite a favorite. I'm actually leaning away from it being a favorite. So season two of You came out yesterday. Oh, have you, you know watched about this? it? I started it last night. Everyone and their mom was tweeting about it and posting about, season two of You, gotta watch right now. And so I was like, all right, well, I can't be behind, so I gotta start it too. And I'm on episode three or four, and, and so far, it's not holding my attention the way season one did. Wow, that's a it's hot really take. Yeah, it's not yet. Man, okay, so why? I don't know. It's it's a little too repetitive, I think. It's like the same story. You know what I mean? Like, we've seen him do this before. He gets obsessed with a girl and starts and ends up, like, killing people, and he's psycho. Like, we, it's just a little too repetitive. I, I wanted a little bit... Of a different storyline, I think. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, man, that's too bad because I was a big fan of, of the first Season one. Season one was good. But maybe maybe it'll turn around. Maybe something big will happen in the next couple episodes and I'll change my mind. So Yeah. Someone suggested this. There's a series on Hulu. It's like inspired by all of Stephen King's novels, okay? It's a, it's a show called Castle Rock. Have you heard about it? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've seen previews for it. You have? Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to watch it, but I, I haven't ever actually done so. It's Bill Skarsgård, who actually is the guy who plays it. And, Ooh, he's, and he's also the, is it Alexander Skarsgård from like um, mm-hmm. Big Little Lies? He's like the main guy. So it's based on stories of Stephen King. The series intertwines characters and themes from the fictional town of Castle Rock, which is where Shawshank is. Oh, yeah. We watched the first season. It's pretty good. It's hard to, it's almost too complex it's really hard to like kind of keep it together but mm-hmm. if you like sci-fi and gore and all things stephen king then i suggest it okay yeah you know what i did watch per recommendation um of our buddy ryan that was on what last week mm-hmm. was he on last week well it was two weeks ago because we took a week off two weeks ago he said he watched marriage story on netflix and loved it oh yeah most depressing thing I've ever watched. That's what he said. He said you should watch it before you get married. It's so depressing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that I would recommend. It's pretty sad. Yeah. If you like really sad things and you want to be depressed, give it a watch. Get into it. Scarlett Johansson is fabulous in it. We started watching a new show last night called C. Have you heard about that? 
No, what is that? So that's on. There's so many different freaking streaming platforms, but this one I think I, I think is Apple Plus or Apple TV. It's with your boy Jason Momoa. Oh, who Jason Momoa can only play one character. Yeah, I know. N- and no knock on it, you know, because know. there's a lot of act like you know. Who, you know, who's another person I was thinking about the other day. Ryan Reynolds can only play mm-hmm. one character. Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool, Van Wilder, they're all the same guy because it's just his comedy. He's made a fortune on just being fucking him and awesome. It's true. And Jason Moe is the same guy. It's like rough and tumble. At some point, he's going to do the haka for no real reason. We're not really sure why. <laughs> you know, like it's like in the wilderness and like there's blood and guts. And But this show is pretty good. The premise is pretty freaking dope. Okay. Okay. I'll read the description on IMDb. Far in a dystopian future, the human race has lost the sense of sight, and society has had to find new ways to interact, build, hunt, and survive. All of that is challenged when a set of twins is born with sight. Mm. We just watched, like, the first two episodes. Yeah, everyone's blind, and Jason Momoa is, like, the chieftain of this, like, kind of, like, smaller tribe— and, like, this one big tribe is coming after them. And you're not really sure why, but you kind of figure out it has to do with Jason Momoa's wife, who has the twins from a different father. Those babies are born with sight, and, like, these people are coming after Jason Momoa's tribe. What's funny is, like, the, the fight scenes are super intricate, and, and you're, like, sitting there being like, there is no way that they would be fighting like this, because they can't see shit. You know, like (laughs) they're like like connecting with like combinations and stuff. And like, no, like it'd be really funny if they'd read that. And we were were just like, ah, and it's like swinging and missing left and right. Yikes. But like all their senses are super heightened because obviously they're, you know, it's been like generations and generations of them being blind. And like so much so like no one believes that sight was a thing. And if you say that people at one point could see, it's like heresy. Mm. It's pretty amazing. Show's fantastic. Go check out C. Okay, cool. Speaking of Ryan Reynolds, have you watched his Netflix series that's out, that's new? It's called Six Underground. No. I keep wanting to turn it on and then I keep turning on something else, but I feel like maybe you should give that a go and let us know how it is. You want me to read the what it's about? I don't even know what it's about. Yeah, yeah sure, yeah. I watched the preview and I've been meaning to start it, but you know what? You was more important. Six Underground. Meet a new kind of action hero. Six untraceable agents totally off the grid. They've buried their past so they can change the future. Wait, is it a movie? I think it's a Netflix movie. Or maybe yeah. it's a series. No, I think it's a movie because it's the yeah. d- Michael Bay directed it. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's Ooh. got a good cast, a pretty good director. Like, I feel like you should give it a go. Yeah. All right. I'm going to check this out. Oh, Dave Franco's in it. I like him. He's funny. Oh, I like him, too. Have you seen The Joker? Did you go see it in the theater? No, we're waiting for it to be cheap to rent. Oh, my gosh. You want to spend 20 bucks? I know we should, but we, I haven't. Because it's two of you. It's like 10 bucks each. It's like going to the movie. It's cheaper than going to the movies. For I feel like sure. You just pull trigger. There's just a lot of shit. I know. My whole family watched it without me the other day. Oh, yeah? Which made me sad. So I got to go watch it by myself now. I know. I mean, I, I need to see it. Well, I need to see it probably before The Globes. Mm, yeah, you probably should. I know. I want to see. It. I mean, he's going to win a fucking Oscar. We know it is. Mm-hmm. I've got some things that I haven't seen, but I'm getting a lot of good feedback from. And so it's in my queue. 
Okay. I heard Don't Fuck With Cats is amazing on Netflix. Have you heard about that? No. I was told, hey, listen, if you don't like seeing animals die, you might not like this. Ooh, I can't watch that. And I was like, I don't know. But I I saw someone on Twitter. I think it was Nick Vial or someone was like, what's happening back there? Dogs are going in and out of the doggy door. So (laughs) someone was like, this is the greatest show I've ever seen. So this is uh, Don't Fuck With Cats, Hunting an Internet Killer. A group of online justice seekers tracked down a guy who posted a video of him killing kittens. Ew. So I don't know. I kind of want to see that. There's a movie called Parasite. Have you heard about that? No. All unemployed, Kitake and his family take a particular interest in the wealthy and glamorous parks as they integrate themselves into the lives and get entangled in an unexpected incident. I think it's a horror movie. Mm, Sounds like a horror movie. Comedy drama thriller. Everyone's been saying that that's really good, so I'm I'm gonna give that a, I'm gonna give that a try. The other one that I want to watch is For All Mankind. Have you heard about that one? No, but I feel like I've I've passed that when I've been scrolling. Yeah, so it's all about going to the moon, right? Us beating the Russians to the moon. Mm-hmm. And the main guy is that Joel Kinnaman guy. Who, Who's that? He was in Altered Carbon. Did you watch that show? Oh, no, I didn't. Oh. Anyways, he's a phenomenal actor. And so it's all about like he's an astronaut and they're like, we're like racing the Russians to the moon. But mm-hmm. in this version, the Russians beat us. Hmm. And what it looks like. So th- the series explores what would have happened if the global space race had never ended. And so I guess we lose the race to the moon and the Russians beat us. And then like the, what the president decides is like, I want to send women astronauts. I want to have the, be the first, you know, country to put women on the moon or something like that. Now, anyways, I haven't, okay. I haven't seen it, but it's getting like a lot of really good reviews. And for all mankind, check it out. Okay. That does sound pretty good. You know what's coming out? Is Manifest not back until spring? No, it's uh, Manifest is back like uh, January 9th. Right? That's what I thought. Yeah, I just saw a thing getting, for it. Getting close. Yeah. That I missed my Manifest. Wells, can I tell you one of my favorite apps on the iPhone? Yeah, okay. What is it? Is it the podcast app? Um, It probably should be since we have a podcast, but <laughs> no. Okay. It's actually the ClassPass app. I don't know if you guys have heard of ClassPass, but it is a fitness app. And I'm telling you, it was a game changer for me. I don't know what it is. I can't commit to just one workout and do it five to six days a week and not get bored. I love ClassPass. So it's like basically you can go to, you can do Pilates, you can do kickboxing, you can do bar theory, you know, whatever. You can do all these different ones with the ClassPass, right? Yeah, you can. And they even have like quote unquote classes, but they're not classes where you can literally pay for gym time. So if you like to just go to the gym some days and work out on your own, you can use your class pass credits to go to the gym for an hour, whichever gym that's, I mean, there's so many gyms on there. And for me, I just get so bored doing one thing that I can't justify spending $200 a month on a gym membership when I just get bored. So class pass is so great. I've literally been using this app for years and I'm so excited that they are now sponsoring this podcast because I really do love them. I used it for years in Nashville. The eight months I lived in Denver, I used it there. There are workouts everywhere. If you live in the suburbs or the city, there's really something for everyone. So for me, I do Pilates a couple days a week. Um, If I want to go to the gym with friends, I can use the gym time. Uh, There's yoga, there's bar, kickboxing. It's all on ClassPass. And the best part is that monthly memberships start at $15 
and you can cancel any time. It's nuts. That's crazy. Mix it up and find the perfect studios and classes just for you. Yoga, strength training, spin, bar, even boxing. ClassPass gives you variety and accountability you need to attend the classes. Everyone is probably doing this for their New Year's resolution, getting better shape. Well, this is a way to uh, get a jump start on that. You got to get ClassPass. Get your first month free at ClassPass.com slash New Year's. That's ClassPass.com slash New Year's for your first month free. So check it out at ClassPass.com slash New Year's to get your first month free. Yeah. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my Bull and Branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. You know, I'm going to say something here. That, oh, boy. Okay. Little women's coming out. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's my gripe with it. Every little woman that they cast in the movie is uh-huh. not American. They're all like huh. British chicks or foreigners. And Little Women is a fucking book that takes place in the aftermath of the Civil War in America. Mm. Maybe it, they're going to speak with American accents. I mean, I'm sure. But like they're taking all of her jobs. They took her germs. Oh, Saoirse Ronan, love her. Yeah. Emma Watson, love. I was like, Emma Watson's not American. No, Saoirse, neither is Saoirse. Saoirse. Saoirse Ronan is an American. And then the no. other the other girl is the girl from Midsommar. Oh. Is she not American? No. I bet it'll be great. I'm sure it'll be amazing because the cast is amazing. But what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> uh. You know, I was doing the other day that I it really, it really tickled me. In a weird way. I don't know if I want to know the answer, but what is it? Okay, so I'm always nervous that there are, like, ghosts. I'm going to be, like, you know, like, I'm going to get, I'm going to be haunted and someone's going to come fuck with me. You know, like, I'm just always thinking that it's going to happen. Really? Yeah, I don't know. And the other day, I was doing some manscaping. I was cleaning up the undercarriage, you know, for the lady. Hmm. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I get it. And we were, I was all, it was, I was all by myself in the house. Sarah was gone. So I was in the shower and I was really doing some work, you know, I was getting up in the, cause I'm going on vacation, you know? So I was getting in and I was getting in there. All right. Uh huh. You know, sometimes you, you get a feeling of like, Oh man, I don't know. Like someone's watching me. Like, I feel like a ghost, you know, like you ever get that feeling and you're all alone and you kind of freak out. No, I you, love being alone. <laughs> really? You don't ever get the feeling of like, Oh God, like, what if I turn around and there's like a ghost there or something? No, never. Okay. 
I'm, a, I'm dead. <laughs> so I'm sitting there and I got that feeling, but also like I'm shaving my grundle at the, t- you know, it's such a precarious position in the shower, like one leg up doing some work under there. <laughs> And I was started dying laughing. Like, what if this was the moment that a ghost came and was like started to haunt me? And I'd be like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> but also like so embarrassing for the ghost, you know? He's sitting there and watching me like clean up my balloon knot. It was just Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Or, or like, I don't know actually, because I I don't know. And also, like, the ghost is like, oh, man, I feel bad. Like, the, I was in a fucking haunt him today, but, like, look, he's in such a <laughs> vulnerable position right now. <laughs> I'll wait until later. <laughs> uh, the way your brain works, just, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> oh, man, that really, that really oh, got else? me. And by the way, favorite thing. Hmm. Dude, farmer's market eggs. They <laughs> farmers- that is the most random thing you've ever brought up. Farmer's market eggs, they just hit different, bro. Like, okay. uh, I, this is the whitest, elitist thing I maybe have ever said. But those farmer's market eggs, bro. Huh. Fuck, they hit. Uh, Very the, the yolk is darker. It is. It is, you know. I know. I'm sad because I really did want chicken so that I could have farm fresh eggs. But they attract coyotes and I can't have coyotes around my donkeys and my horses. Why? They would fucking kick them and they would die. I don't want them anywhere near the vicinity. I've got mini horses and pigs. I don't need coyotes would be having some bacon for breakfast. I don't need to be having that. Okay. If there are coyotes around there, they know that you got all those animals over there. They're not idiots. You know what else? You know what one of my favorite things is if we're going to be random? Yeah. What? Remember when you went on the rant about people that put Yeti on the back of their car? Yeah. With, with the bumper sticker? Yeah. I think I've turned into one of those people. The Yeti coffee mug this is, is a freaking game changer. Yeah. Not an ad. Not an ad. Bought myself one. So I am notorious. Reinhardt makes fun of me because he'll make me coffee and I'll literally heat it up like three or four times over the course of an hour because I drink it so slow. Yeah. And he just downs his. I bought myself a Yeti coffee mug. It keeps the coffee warm for literally like an hour. And I can drink it at my leisure and not have to put it in the microwave. It's freaking fantastic. Think about putting a bumper sticker on the back of the Wrangler. No, don't. Don't be that. Don't don't have. Ye- what does that say about you? I am very passionate about warm beverages. Very. <laughs> when you see the back of my car, you're going to know who I voted for, how many people are in my family, how much I love cold or warm beverages, and salt life. Have you seen salt life? No, what's that? Oh, fuck, dude. Go down to, like, Florida, Florabama, Missis- the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Everyone's got salt life. Uh, uh, hmm. and, and and I just, it's like, they live that salt life, you know? Like, they yeah, just live it. that salt life. I'm living the Yeti life over here. Oh, I have a book. But this one is like, I even I will concede that this is a little over-the-top sci-fi. Okay. But it's really getting me right now. It's called Galaxy's Edge. Mm. Basically, it's following, they're almost like, remember the game Halo? No, is it a video game? Yeah. Anyways, follows these guys who are legionnaires who are like, basically like SEAL Team 6, but for like s- the Space Army. And they're just like kind of badasses. And it starts out there. And then there's also like a bounty hunter. It's very much Star Wars-y. But it's like very, it's it's for all the ladies that are listening to this podcast, unless you really love sci-fi, 
you should read mm-hmm. it. But it's really more for your boyfriends, your husbands, that because it's like it's a boy book for sure. But sounds sounds like something Reinhardt would love. Yes, but it is phenomenal. Okay. Do you want to do some more Haribo sugar-free gummy reviews? Ooh, yeah. Let's kick off 2020 with a bang. Yeah, right? So we did the fourth funniest. Do you want to do the third funniest? Yes. (laughs) The song kills me. How do we not get in trouble for this? Is my question. Like it's, it's already <laughs> funny to me, and I haven't even started reading. unaware of these reviews before consuming Satan's little death bears. After reading that these little jewels were made in Austria, I imagine a rogue Nazi chemical weapons scientist escaped to Austria after the war and set up shop making unsuspecting masses suffer for their defeat. (laughs) My experience started like many others. Some customer dropped off some bags of these for Christmas. After looking at them the better part of a month, I decided to eat some. First day, I had about 20 to 25 of them. That night, I experienced some slight discomfort and some crazy fucking dreams. But I did not associate it with the demon spawn gummy bears. The next day, I had a handful of these delicious little devils, and all hell broke loose. After several short trips to the bathroom and gas noises like I have never heard coming from my stomach before, I decided to head home. But first, stopped by the store to pick up some antacids. Just as I got inside my local grocery store, it hit me. I broke out into a cold sweat. My hands were clammy and the pain from my lower intestine was unreal. It felt as if Satan himself was reaching inside of me and spinning my intestines on his fingers. I was around ten aisles away from the back corner where the public bathroom was located when Satan's little helpers let me know I was not going to make it there. I immediately started to walk like I was trying to hold a golf ball between both knees and waddle to the back aisle all the time praying I could keep my sphincter closed long enough. Those ten aisles might as well have been ten miles. It was not going to wait. About this time, I spied another pair of doors marked employees only, and I pushed my way inside. I saw a small bathroom for employees and went straight in. All the while, the stock boy is trying to stop me, telling me I can't use it. I stiffed-armed him from my football days. <laughs> And say in what must have sounded like a demonic voice from hell. I'm sick. Back off. (laughs) To my immediate relief, I got to the door and shut it and locked it just in time for Mount St. Helen to blow. Unfortunately, I was not able to sit fast enough before spraying the (laughs) the back wall and toilet tank with a putrid black paint. At that exact moment, I didn't even care. I was so relieved to have this sewage pouring out of me so violently that I could have levitated off the seat of the toilet if I wasn't holding to the handicap bars for dear fucking life. I swear there are probably small dents in the stainless steel bar where my fingers were. After what seemed like an hour, I felt safe enough to stand and start the long cleanup process. To my horror, I looked down and noticed two mostly empty rolls of toilet paper. 
are you freaking kidding me? This is a grocery store with pallets of toilet paper, right? After several minutes of trying to MacGyver a solution, my only option was to ask the poor soul who had been knocking the bathroom door for the last 30 minutes to please get me some paper. In retrospect, I should have asked for a dozen boxes of baby wipes as well. <laughs> After doing my best to clean what I could, I made a hasty retreat. I never understood how someone could spray fecal matter on a wall until now. Clearly, <laughs> they had some of these delicious spawns from hell. I can never go back to that store, as I'm sure they have some grainy picture of their video system. <laughs> Tape the register with a picture on it as the guy who horribly desecrated their beloved employee bathroom. Thanks, Haribo. <laughs> now I have to shop at the more expensive store down the street. I can never show my face in there again. I'm still the guy the new employees get told about to watch for. A sort of urban legend by now. Read these reviews with skepticism if you must, but if I had seen them, they would have saved three days of my life. I still have some kidney pain, but I'm making a full recovery. I would not wish these on my worst enemy. You are warned. Man, if I ever obtain an enemy, I'm going to put these in some ice cream and give it to them. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the best. I still don't understand how these things are still for sale. I don't either, but it's a thing, man. It's nuts. All right. One of my New Year's resolutions this year is to make our house more beautiful. And you know how I'm doing that, Brandy? How are you doing that, Wells? Article.com, baby. They've got the best stuff over there to make my house even more rad than it already is. It's the easiest way to make... Your space look beautiful, direct-to-consumer furniture company combining the curation of a boutique furniture store with the comfort and simplicity of shopping online. Article really is one of my favorite companies for buying furniture. I'm a huge interior design buff, and I love that Article's team of designers focuses on beautifully crafted pieces, quality materials, and durable construction, and all for a really great price. They're dedicated to a modern aesthetic of mid-century Scandinavian industrial and bohemian designs. The best part? Fast, affordable, flat-rate shipping available across the USA and Canada, free on orders over $9.99. They got fair prices. You can save up to 30% over traditional retail prices. Article keeps their prices low by cutting out the middleman and selling directly to you. No showrooms, no salespeople, no retail markups. And 30 days to make up your mind with simple returns and exchanges. Both of us have pieces from Article we love. I have a leather sofa, an outdoor dining table, a couple of poofs in my living room. I really do love this company. And Article is offering our listeners $50 off their first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, you just visit article.com slash YFT and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash YFT. Get that 50 bucks off your first purchase of $100 or more. Make your house look beautiful. Yeah, and that's half off, FYI. Pretty good. You got any other things? You got some uh, music? I don't, actually. Is there anything new out that's good? Um, I got a bunch of stuff. A bunch of music? I got a bunch of musics. Wow, okay. By the way, this has all been going into my Your Favorite playlist on Spotify. So if you follow me at Wells Adams, I'm verified there. So you know it's oh, me. You are- oh, you I- am. Wow, must be nice. 
you know. Before we outro with the music, okay. uh, are you a are you a New Year's resolution kind of guy or not? Yes. What's your New Year's resolution? Well, it was my New Year's resolution from last year, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try it again. I'm gonna try to learn the piano. Oh, that's a good one. And the other one I want to do is I want to I want to be fluent in Spanish. Me too. Oh, that was one of mine last year. I feel. Yeah, I'm gonna get the babble thing and do it. Mm-hmm. What is yours? Um, I actually have already done one of my New Year's resolutions. <laughs> okay, what is that? And it's only December 27th. Wow. I really, I was like determined. I've had a website for a really long time, a bl- like a blog called Style Native. Yeah, I've had it for like five years or something crazy, and I've been determined to like rebrand it, make it better, make it nicer, and all that. And so I have spent the past week slaving over my blog, and it is looking. <laughs> Super fly, if I do say so myself. Okay, so where do people go? So it's stylenative.com, and I've specifically been working hard on the travel blog aspect of it. So before, I just had kind of one feed on the homepage, and because it, it started out as just a fashion blog, and then it's kind of gone into now I do a bunch of travel posts and some beauty posts, and like there's stuff on there about my music and the podcast, and there's just so many things. So I've now split it up, and so now I have a specific travel blog, and I've worked really hard on it in the past week, and I have posts up from my Iceland trip, which was forever ago, Yellowstone, Jackson Hole, Honduras. Like it's all up there and it looks really good. So check it out. Nice. Yeah. If you're ever trying to figure out like what some of the suggestions were or listen to old old episodes, you can go to yftpodcast.com. All that stuff's there, all of our favorites, all of our sponsors, all the episodes. And then if you follow us on Instagram at yftpodcast, we have funny videos, we have uh, recaps and everything. So yeah, go Go check that out. Sweet. Wells, did you did you see that my mom and I might start a podcast? Oh, yeah. I want to talk to you about this. I saw, <laughs> I saw that you guys had posted being like, would you guys want to listen to this? And mm-hmm. I saw that the, there was an overwhelming positive response, which was amazing. There was. There was. I felt like uh, my mom was a little bit unsure. She was like, would people really listen to us? I don't know. And I'm like, well, mom, let's, let's ask the people if they would listen. Yeah. And we did. We get an overwhelmingly positive response. So um, I think we're going to give a little pilot episode a go this week while she's here. And I, I went through actually last night and read every single comment on her post and mine because we asked people for suggestions of what they'd want to hear us talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to take all of that and and we're going to try an episode today and hopefully um, launch a podcast in the next couple of months. Well, I will. I got to know who's going to engineer this thing. I don't know. Some company. Uh, okay. I'm going to get the fancy Zoom. That, like, if, Kate, if Caitlin and Olivia can do it, I can do it. Yeah. Someone can edit. I don't know. We'll figure it out. You're going to get a Zoom? I'm going to get a Zoom. I'll make Tish get a Zoom is what I'm going to do. Yeah. Well, also, your father has a studio. A studio. Yeah. So, like, when she's in L.A., I, you know, we can just do what you and I do. Yeah. And she can she, – she, my mom actually – my mom's actually pretty good at Pro Tools. <laughs> She kind of like showed my dad how to, cause my dad for the longest time recorded on like a, like an old school, like four track cassette thing yeah. is nuts. And so for, for Christmas one year, she got him, um, a brand new Mac and set him up with pro tools. And even though she didn't really know how to use it, she like kind of learned by showing him just kind of how everything works on the Mac and she can, she can like hold her own in pro tools. So I feel like she can figure out enough to like hit record and we'll call in and we'll do it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. I think it's a really good idea. So what are you guys going to talk about? What the people wanted to hear about was I I feel like there's an overwhelming response of people wanting to hear about 
like on my mom's side, like raising kids while my dad, you know, was just like put in the limelight and super famous and kind of like how that was to raise kids in the public eye like that. And then from my side, what it was like to grow up in that atmosphere. And they just, everybody wants to hear like family stories, um, stories about my childhood and growing up and and we just like, I feel like we don't really, no one's really talked about that in the family. Like there's videos here and there you can find and interview clips and stuff, but no one's ever really like, we haven't really sat down and talked about how our childhood was. Or my mom's never talked about exactly how it was like raising her kids with all of the icky breaky madness. So I think we're going to maybe talk about some of that. Um, a lot of people watched our interior design show. And so they, they want to hear like interior design tips. Lots of people want to know Tish's secret for looking like she's 38 years old, even though she's 50 something. That was my um, comment. Yeah. So we'll probably talk about some beauty tips, which love I love beauty. So that's fabulous. Yeah. And I don't know, I'll probably make Tish get high at least for a segment, if not the whole podcast, because that's yeah. when, when the good stuff comes out. You should, you should make um, a segment of like Tish. It, like going on like a stoned rant, you know? No, exactly. That's exactly what I had in mind. Yeah. That's really funny. Well, I'm excited. What are you going to call it? That's going to be the hardest thing. I'm terrible at naming things. So if there's any suggestions out there, we don't want to call it like Cyrus for Cyrus or anything like the show. And I don't know, something like Mother Daughtery would be cute. So if you guys have any suggestions, we need a good title. I'm a big fan of alliteration. So if you can think of something that starts with the same letters, that'd be cute. I don't know. Okay. I'll think about it. I'm okay. Good, I'm good at that stuff. Well, let's hear your music. Okay. Because I, I need some new music. Well, um, you just said like you're tipped your decks and hole. Do you remember the band, The Wild Feathers? Of course. Love those guys. Really, they were some of my closest friends in Nashville. And, you know, they've got this kind of like Eagles, you know, Fleetwood Mac kind of vibe where everyone's, everyone in the band is just like a great singer and a great musician. This new one is kind of leaning a little more country. And I kind of like it. Like it's called Jacksonville to Jackson Hole. It's just, you know, shout out to Ricky and all those dudes and Wildfathers. They're just so great. We couldn't keep our hands off each other. Couldn't stop saying redneck mother. We were third-rate romance, low-rent rendezvous. Made a, a cash call from Omaha with our backs up against a hole in the wall. Put your old man's money to bad use But we rocked and we rolled Went from sunshine to snow It was look out below Up on Copper Mountain We were free as the wind Didn't want it to end Wasn't love we were in But we had it surrounded Yeah, I still take that trip down memory road Jacksonville, Jacksonville. Um, anyways, it's, it's kind of a good, feel-good country song I like a lot, and I really love those guys. They're amazing. If you ever have a chance, go see them live. Also, go listen to their, their like first their first record. It's so freaking good. I really like... I've got a lot. I'll, I'll try to just do a couple of these. That's good. Theo Katzman, he was in Wolfpack. He is just like a, a freak of nature in terms of a, a musician. This new like project, if you're... It's, this is just him. It's Theo Kassman, not not Wolfbeck. It's a little like political, and this song I think is funny. It's it's called "I Don't Want to Be a Billionaire," and it's just like very much like him. I don't want to be a billionaire. I just want a comfy place to live. But friends and neighbors aren't always around. The 
never call me just to walk on in The doors and windows in the ever lock Because I don't have any shit to steal But just a couple comfy chairs to sit And I'm about to cook a family meal So close your eyes and cover up your ears This ain't the message that you came to hear But I can't help it if I just don't care I don't want to be a billionaire Theo Katzman, that guy's freaking amazing. And then this is the one that I found the other day that like I wasn't familiar with. The band's called Susto. I might be saying that wrong. S-U-S-T-O. The song's called Friends, Lovers, Ex-Lovers, whatever. And like, it's one of those songs like I would just, I, I started listening to it again even before the song ended. Like that, and then my last one I'll close out with um, is remember the Lone Bellow? Oh yeah, love them. L- love the Lone Bellow. This is a new song of theirs called Wonder, which is just really, really good. Taking in the moonlight, waiting for the rain to come. Crash down on our arms, won't roll the windows up. As a stone me stamps the street line, that memory of us I've taken. Every back road I probably shouldn't take I've wasted my time There are time ways to wait my day Should I let go the wonder Let go the wonder I'll find it I'll be on Uh, Lone Bellow, Wander, uh, it's so great. And then in accompanying it was Brandy's aggressive typing. Sorry. It's okay. You are the most- <laughs> I do type really aggressively. So aggressive. And like very fast too. Um, well, I, I think I've told you I won fastest typer in middle yes. school. They like put my name on the thing. Um, but the thing is if you don't type like kind of hard, then you risk like not hitting a key all the way and then you mess up a word and then you got to start, it just like delays the proficiency of typing. No, but have you ever like just worn out some keys and you got to get new ones? No, my keys are doing great. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Well, anything else? Um, I think that's it.
Okay. Um, all right. Well, I miss you and I love you. Love you. Miss you. Really pumped about the big, the 2020 energy. I think it's going to be a fabulous year. Everybody out there. I'm telling you positive vibes. This one's going to be a banger. Let's do it. We got this. We do. All right. See you guys. Okay. Bye. It was a gas up and away we go Surfing the waves on the radio You look like a girl in a magazine And we rocked as we rolled from sunshine to snow It was look out below I'm Natalie Barbu, host of The Real Real Podcast where we go behind the highlight reel to find out what's really going on in the lives of content creators, entrepreneurs, and everyone in between. After quitting my corporate job to start my own businesses, I realized that while things might look glamorous on our Instagram feeds, things can get real behind the scenes. You can listen to The Real Real every Monday to start off your week with some realness and inspiration. Find my podcast wherever you're listening right now and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a beat. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.